It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pail, steel to a boot? Anything short of a championship this year is a failure. Look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can I call the John? What are we apologizing for? What did we say? What did we do? (laughs) I enjoyed that. Did you? <laughs> I think I that was our first time here for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I played it the that. other day when you guys, when you guys, it was just me and Jimmy. Um, anyway, um, mixed bag of a game um, that uh, we're going to talk about, and in, in just in our little pregame chat here, um, it, you know, it seems like there's you know positive <laughs> and negative. Everyone's got something to say. Uh, you know, once as 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 usual, these these are going to be slow builds for me. So I'll let you guys start because I've got a lot on my mind right now. Um, as this, and again, every anybody joining us here has it. Celtics lose to the Warriors uh, in a game that they were up, I think, fifteen and possibly seventeen was the high mark here. Um, and they lost, uh, and they lost this game. They 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 kind of they pissed it away. Uh, didn't close out uh, as they should have. Were outscored by eleven in the fourth quarter and six two in OT. Missing bunnies, settling for threes. Um, and I really think, above all else, you can go into individual performances. I think they completely went away from what was working, mm-hmm. which is old Celtics basketball, which is build the lead and then slow it down and settle for shots and ISO and do all of the things that don't necessarily amount to wins or, you know, or equal what had gotten you to that point to begin with. And I think that's kind of where they got tonight, but uh, Sherrod, I'll start with you. Um, and you can go in any direction you want here. Cause I'm sure we'll cover it, cover it all. Yeah, well, I'm going to save the Cade talk for later uh, because that's that's the really for me that was the revelation in this game that I just did not see coming. Uh, but uh, this was a it just felt that watching this game play down the stretch, I didn't think Golden State did anything special. I, I Celtics, you're right, John. They did get into a little bit more ISO ball than than we know they need to, and I thought they leaned way too heavy on Al Horford in the corner. I mean, damn, seriously. Uh, that was like their go-to offensive move. And there were just moments in the game where it seemed that they got away from what works. I mean, when when Steph hit that 1-3 that made it like 116-115 and they come back down, 
I'm thinking it's Tatum time. We've got about two, three minutes left to play. You got to get it to him. And on that, that first possession, Tatum didn't touch the ball once. And they have these stretches where it seems like it's a no-brainer that your best scorer is going to get the ball. And they decided to do something different. Uh, this was a, this was a game that they had their opportunities to, to win this thing, and they, they squandered those opportunities. But when I look at the totality of this game, uh, there were there were more things I liked that they did than things I didn't like. Uh, this was just one of them games. I mean, Sam Hauser doesn't make a shot. Uh, not and I can't remember the last time he's had a game like that. Uh, and and I don't feel bad about this loss uh, the way I, I, I think a lot of fans probably feel because Golden State record-wise, at the end of the day, they've got multiple guys who've won championships on that team. And Steph Curry, and we talked about this uh, before we went on air, he just had like a five-year stretch of making threes per game, at least one three per game, snap. So you knew he was going to come back and be more impactful from, from deep, and he was when it mattered most. Yeah, I feel a little worse about it just because I don't think big Curry plays throughout cost you this one. Certainly at the end they did. Uh, yeah. But the Celtics had a 10-point lead early, had an 11-point lead midway through this game. Not massive leads, but ones that we've talked about this year. You hope to build on, you hope to expand when you're playing against a team that's frankly, as you said, Sherrod, flailing in recent weeks with the Draymond suspension. They lose Pidzinski in this game, have to go with Corey Joseph for bench minutes, and I didn't even realize who was on this team. Uh, so you wanted to take care of business against a team that was in rough shape coming into this game. And they certainly got some great performances deep off their bench. The Celtics bench kind of had a dud other than uh, Kata, who we'll get to in a little bit here. But rough Hauser game, a rough Horford game if we're involving him in the bench career there. And then Pritchard had some good shots throughout the flow of this game. So I guess you give him the hat tip as well here. But the offensive management late, rough. Didn't love Joe's coaching late in this game, uh, which we can get to in a minute. Uh, the no timeout call, I know John, as always, didn't love. And it led to a disaster shot again at the end of regulation. And then you outplayed it, pretty bad in overtime. It, it, look, and I'll get into the – again, that's the nitpicky stuff. Like, I don't like it either. And, like, you know, I tweeted about it and predictably – so I don't – I like the theory behind doing it, which is the other – don't give the other team a chance to settle uh, their defense. You attack and you go and you, and you get them on their heels. It doesn't work when you walk it up and give it to Tatum and allow him to get double teamed. And all he can do is shoot that prayer. Well, he was against the single there. He just, he couldn't get free. I know he couldn't get free, but that's a 15 percenter there. Like, I mean, that that's such a small chance. So yeah, draw something up then. Like, I don't understand it. So I also saw the point too. Brad used to do it all the time when the play's falling apart. Then you can call a timeout midway right. through. With four seconds left, yeah. I don't like where we are here. Tatum's 40 feet from the basket. This isn't going to go right. Call He's never game. done yeah. that. I can, Not that I can remember. <laughs> One time. Maybe, yeah. Uh, it, it, but anyway, I, I'm not going to nitpick that. That's annoying as hell. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to go very, very – the two basic broad, I think, takeaways are going to be and again this is going to be the push and pull between you know the the everything's all right crew and the the sky is falling crew and obviously like it's somewhere in the middle uh <laughs> it, it's not even somewhere in the middle it's still an excellent team that lost a game and steph curry without hit a ridiculous shot late and without porzingis even though you know golden state is shorthanded too 
Uh, Tatum rolls an ankle. There's a, you can make a million excuses here. But at the end of the game, you're going to look at this and, and, and the people who are always, you know, trying to wrestle with, this is the year, right? They can do it this year, right? This is the team. They've got what it takes. They've got all of it. And then they see you see them, you see the core guys come to pieces against a good team on the road like this in ways that are reminiscent of past teams and how they had lost. And it's impossible not to remember crap. It's the same guys. And like, John, this is the and, same building last season swung in the inconsistency and with a and loss like this against and, the Warriors. And so it's impossible to not see that and think that. Is it an overreaction? Of course. Of course, in a, in a vacuum, talking about one game as if it's the most important thing in the history of the world and like, oh my God, you lost this, it's doomsday. That's an overreaction. But being concerned about this type of loss against this type of team in that building in this manner, I think is justified. And I think that's what it's going to come down to for me and for a lot of people who are like right on that ledge of like, no one could beat these guys, right? This They can do it, right? But then you see this and you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. Like, what, what do you do against Jimmy Butler's heat? Like, are you going to be better than you were last year? What do you do against a team like Golden State if you run into them late? And by the way, this was my prediction for the finals, Celtics-Warriors, even though Golden State's not living up to their end of the bargain. That's worrisome. That's my number one headline. My number two is your best player sucked all night. And yeah. and their best player was really good and hit a, you know, a shot. And then the game... And the game before that, you watch John Morant. So can we? Can we played in Haven't played in months, and he gets the ball in his hands on the last shot. What does he do? He goes to the basket, spins, hits a buzzer shot, and Tatum predictably sets a step, leans into the thing he's absolutely the worst at in basketball. That friggin' pull up three, and and, mm. and and just enough already. Like he needs help. He needs counseling. <laughs> stop. He has to stop. He has to stop taking that shot. He needs some. He needs like, ah, uh, God. Anyway, so that's fr <laughs> that's frustrating. All of that is frustrating. So but they I can come out. They come out and wipe everybody out tomorrow. Wipe out Sacramento in a bounce back game and blow through the two LA games. You, we'll forget about a lot of this stuff. But this is reminiscent of other bad. So it's more looking back than projecting forward as to what does this loss mean? And that's, that's how I'm putting it. I'm not overreacting to the one, but it's impossible not to remember. And that's, that's where I'm at, but sure. Start with Tatum. Throughout the course of this game, it felt like they had golden opportunities to batter the Warriors inside and Trace Jackson Davis changed that a little bit with his rim protection that he brought off the bench. But in the starting lineup, the Warriors look completely vulnerable inside, not to mention the fact that Curry ends up with five fouls before the start of the fourth in this one. So this is a game where it looked like Tatum all day long could have posted up, could have gone to the rim, drawn free throws, played a power game, much like Brown did in this game, I thought, well. But they guard him so well. And it goes back to the final, Sherrod. They make him a passer. They put two mm -hmm. on him. They have a guy in the lane. Every time he catches it inside, there's another guy lined up. And I sit there watching how effective it is against them, and I'm like, why don't more teams do this against Tatum? He made some great passes in this game. I love the pass pass out that uh, I think got White a three in the corner, and he ends up with how many assists in this one. And, you know, to go back to some of our earlier conversations, the hockey assists, he was great with those in this one. But seven assists, you look at that with no turnovers and say, wow, great Tatum night other than the shooting. 
And I do think missed shots were a big part of this game, as Joe, I'm sure, is going to say. But they made Tatum passive. They made him a passer. And it ends up looking nice on the score sheet. But when you're watching this game, John Schrod, he he let them off the hook by passing out of multiple bodies at the rim. Tatum makes himself passive. But anyway, you're right. No, but the Warriors really bring it out of him. Well, I think part of that is because he just doesn't – the edge that he plays with uh, and the focus that he plays with, for some reason, it, it, it tends to kind of flutter against the Warriors. It's not at the level that it needs to be. And it, to be, this was one of those games where, I mean, honest to goodness, as, as much as we're going to, and we're certainly, Tatum is at, at, there's no question, he's a big part of what happened tonight. Um, I'm going to put a little bit of this on Joe, too. Because yeah. as a coach, you you got to thank you, Bass Rock, for the super chat here. A lot of comments going at Joe here. Yeah, so it's fair. This was, yep. this was a game where Joe's passiveness, I think, trickled down to the players. I mean, think about this: you're playing a Golden State team that you know damn well you can play bully ball on them all game, and it was a smart move to play Kata as much as you did. He played over twenty. He played like 20, 21 minutes and had a double double. But you had other guys on your roster that you could play the bully ball game with. And I, I thought that Joe didn't emphasize that about, particularly down the stretch. I'm running some action where Tatum is getting that ball on the elbow or somewhere where he is going to force them to actually defend. And, and the other thing, too, I, I understand why, you know, Joe wanted them to not call a timeout at the end of regulation and play. But here's the thing. You're playing a Golden State team that's not nearly as good defensively as they've been. That's why you call a timeout, because even if they get a chance to organize, it's not going to be Golden State defense that you're dealing with. You're dealing with a, a, a weaker version of who they are. And to me, there were just uh, there were moments in this game, at least five or six, where you're thinking that, why are they doing that? Why is it the coach putting them in a position to do something different? Um, and so I thought a huge second guess for Joe beyond all the stuff you mentioned, uh, Shrod, which was valid. I thought he coached a very rigid game, as we've talked about. They try to play the same way they have against a team that was playing them differently in, in terms of the defense and everything else. But the challenges, he ends up challenging this out of bounds call. And what was it? Overtime, John, this innocuous play where they lose. Oh, no, it's the end of the fourth where they lose end a time or, yeah. end of the, or whatever it was. They lose a timeout, so then they don't have an extra timeout in that situation where they're down four after the three, which didn't matter because there wasn't a ton of time left. But they had two golden opportunities, I thought, to challenge before that on the Pritchard play. And I forget—I I can't figure out exactly on the fly here how that would have changed the final score of the game. But it looked like he got that three off where they said he stepped out of bounds. Not a great camera angle on it, it looked like, and I'm assuming that's why they didn't challenge that. But I thought that would have been a really good three-point swing, especially since Curry hit that three the other way over Horford right after that, to challenge that and at least stop the game in that spot. There were three minutes left, so you lose a timeout the, like 10 seconds later uh, because of the mandatory. And I was yeah. stunned he didn't challenge that. And then they probably lose this one, but that Brown offensive foul going into Curry that would have been Curry six a couple moments later. Mm. It's a flyer, right? You could challenge a worse call, I, and I think I they like, did. I like that one. Um, Joe Sway, fresh from the club. We're going to bring him in here. Um, what do you mean? Us. 
I liked I liked that the broadcast was like that's a textbook charge and I was like no it's not right like, you never know what Curry, the refs are gonna call Curry right was, look, was that Warriors TV that we watched I swear I, I got those bots not to sound yeah. like Celtics fans but I got those bots I, I know I I get that Curry's entitled to his spot there but Jalen didn't go through him Curry moved laterally into it's his a possible spot six and, foul and, and, and absorbed contact. That's a game-changing challenge. Much more. This is what it comes to. The challenges are stupid. Like, I don't care how many he wins. He's won a couple of good ones. It's it's when you challenge and what it means. Getting a sixth foul on a superstar. Getting the getting a possession late. Challenge out of bounds call. Reversing a foul on your own guy. Those that, that that could knock him out of the game for a quarter. Those are worth a flyer, even if you lose. The 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 what you get from winning them is so important. Just getting the ball back on a random possession is so stupid and inconsequential. Stop with those. Those are dumb, especially the early ones. They're dumb. They're dumb challenges. Like, do yeah. the ones that have weight, okay? You you get 90, 100 possessions in a game. Like, okay, the second quarter, that out of bounds should have been your ball. Who freaking cares? Save it for later when it really matters. That, so, yeah, the Curry one. Or in this case, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, or, or earlier, whatever it is. But anyway, back on Tatum, and we'll get Joe Sway's take here. And you, don't, you don't have to stay on Tatum, but what's your uh, what's your chief takeaway of this game? I just felt like the Celtics, they they did that thing where they play with their food, you know, when it, when it really matters, and you can't do that against this Golden State Warriors team. Listen, Jason Tatum didn't have an excellent game, but a lot of guys did. I mean, when I mean what I say, what I mean by that is Jalen Brown, Derek White was phenomenal to use oh, Bobby's words for sure. It was unbelievable the way he was impacting the game on both ends of the floor, and and you you blew it. You blew it in the in the second half or at least in the fourth quarter or in regulation where this game shouldn't have even gone to overtime. And yeah, I'm with you, John. I feel like, you know, in that situation, if you're, if you're Joe Mazzula, you take that challenge because of what it means, right? It means, it means uh, Steph Curry picking up a six foul, you know, frustration with the wars and all that. I mean, even if you don't win the challenge, I, I figured it was, it was worth it, you know? And when you look at that last challenge, the out of bounds play, it, it just looked like a blind challenge. It looked like one that he was just, Pulling for I just use it, yeah. Crossing his fingers. Let's just use it. If not, so be it. You can't do that in those type of situations because timeouts mean everything, especially on the road, especially in a game where you went into overtime and, and you could have used one of those, you know, especially in that last minute. Now, the Celtics, they have to stop doing this, you know. You have this lead. You've been playing the right way. You've been closing out quarters the right way, which they did, in my opinion, all three, except for the one that mattered the most, obviously the fourth, that led into overtime, that bled into Steph Curry going off the way he did and, and, and closing this one out. You know, that huge three-pointer, that's what he does. You give him so many opportunities to do that, which they did, right? Because he missed at least like three of them in that final minute or so, or at least, you know, including for the end of the fourth quarter going into uh, overtime. He's not going to continue to do that. And, of course, that wasn't the case. He hit the biggest shot of the night. And, and that was that was it for the Celtics, you know, down four, Two possession game in that moment, there was there was there was little to no chance. Yeah. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money bet. That's one hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action, NFL. 
The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Yeah. It's interesting, no, yeah. too, Joe Sway, on the time. One opportunity. Point because you're down four at that point, so you have to think you're going to need two timeouts, I want to say, to come back with about less than a minute left. So you lose that challenge, and you have one timeout late after the Curry three down four. Doesn't really matter with 12 seconds left, but you want to have two there to give yourself a chance. So yeah, I didn't I love the management there. Also, you, you could say, John, that the first challenge, the one we mentioned with Brown, maybe they're not going to give it to you because they don't want to take Curry out of this game. I think you could look at it that way. But the Pritchard one, it really looked like he was in bounds. Like that was one I think you could have won. And that swings the games. Three so points in your favor. I, I thought three it points was actually, went their way right after. I thought I thought every angle actually showed he wasn't out of bounds. If it looked like it, it looked like when he shoots threes, he doesn't put both his heels don't hit the ground. His heels not his heel <laughs> never touched the ground. It was an awful call. Never touched the ground, right? Yeah. I think I'm thinking you myself, that one. I'm thinking to myself the heels going to go down, and it's obviously going to go down the wrong spot. But it never went down. At least the replays that they showed, which was like at least from three different angles, you know. So, but if yeah. you remember, guys, there was a there was like a, a two second clip of uh, you see Joe Mazzulla turn to one of the uh, one of his uh, assistants in the back, and he just looked really unsure. He kept going back to his tape or his phone or whatever. You know what I think he was telling him, Joe? We don't have the angle. Yeah, if we don't yeah. have the angle. Yeah, I think that's what he was telling sense. Joe. But yeah. Joe was very – he was – you know, he had that look on his face. As Joe wanted to challenge it. Right. Like, hurry up. Hurry up. I really want to do this. Do we have it or not? He, he couldn't say it. Couldn't that was say a it. great angle, yeah. And yeah. those plays ended up being super consequential, of course, but also the play on the court. I mean, the offense fell apart late. And not having Porzingis out there is a big part of it. But you also go back to some of the iso ball. I think Holiday fell into it a little bit too, just trying to force up some shots in isolation. Everybody did. They completely Everybody. stopped. They completely yeah. stopped moving. I think they got what's funny is, and again, I, I have to go back and, you know, rewatch some of that fourth. I know everyone's going to be like, why didn't you attack Curry? But I think the, I think the Warriors, uh, certainly on several possessions, baited the Celtics they trying to attack Curry by bringing that double. And when you were, when you were seeking out that switch on Curry late in the clock, when that double came, it forced them into a lot of late in the clock uh, three-point heaves. Mm -hmm. And there were a ton of those in this game. And so they kind of... They they kind of got stuck in that. It's the whole why does Sam Hauser lead the league in defensive rating? Because you get obsessed with attacking one person, and then everybody knows you're going to attack that one person, and it's easy to kind of figure out what how you can counter that. Golden right. State was bringing that double up there, and when it's seven seconds left on the clock, that next pass went to a guy that had no choice. <laughs> it was a grenade. <laughs> yeah. 
just yeah. launch a grenade. Uh, yeah. And that happened a bit there, and they didn't see it. And, like, we could see it. That's what I didn't get is, like, that's another place where Joe's going to be like, stop it, run the offense, go, go. Like, stop hunting the matchup there. I thought they went crazy ISO heavy instead of, like, you know, people are saying they should have attacked Curry. I think that was the mistake they made is that they were trying to seek out those matchups and they were they were they were getting trapped and and and, and taking bad shots. Yeah, I think the Warriors did a good job of, of protecting Curry after he picked up his fifth foul, you know, especially when he got caught in the mismatch against Jalen Brown down low in the paint. Like if you're the Warriors, that should never happen. There should have been a double team immediately on Jalen or someone has to switch off of, uh, of Steph knowing that he's going to pick up his fifth personal foul. So I feel like when you can't when you check back into the game, the Warriors did a really good job of, of, of making sure that, that 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 never happened again. And I, and I felt like the Celtics would just continue to try to seek out that same opportunity when you you got to know that the Warriors, you know, they've been in these type of situations before. It is rare when we see Steph Curry foul out, but whenever he's in foul trouble, or whenever he gets to that point, especially so early, like he did tonight in the third quarter, you, you the Golden State, Golden State Warriors, are, they, they know how to how to make sure that doesn't happen again. And, and obviously, in terms of the with the officials and what they have to do to make 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 it look good. You know they they're they're well equipped to do that, and I feel like that was the case in, in this game. Yeah, and they were pretty aggressive with that. I, obviously, it burned them on that play where they threw two on Tatum right up top, where White hit the three, but Curry hit it, got it right back the other way uh, before the game ended there, and you know Warriors take it in the end. So I, I love the coaching on Golden State side. That among other things, uh, the usage of the role players. I thought Kaminga was great in this one. Trace Jackson Davis, who was. My guy in the draft for Boston just absolutely killed them here. And uh, a couple big blocks, some momentum plays, rebounds. He had the tip out to Chris Paul on the play where Paul hit Curry for the decisive three. And Celtics bench kind of fell flat in this one more more than not, I thought. Especially Hauser. Those misses by Hauser wide open at the end of his final stretch were just brutal yeah um brissette came in with a nice burst after the tatum injury and you never saw him again which i thought was weird o'shea came in (laughs) hit three shots that's because i I forgot about him second unit show right there that's why i don't brissette was awesome for that little he came out flying if if reggie miller wasn't reading from his game notes for the entire first half he might have pointed out that brissette was just coming in and freaking yamming it on everybody that shit was driving me crazy that and the fact that it took them like seven minutes to be like oh wait oh shoot is he injured like what are you guys talking about here? I don't care about the latest on Draymond. Coming Green. out of timeout. They did yeah. a Kelly LaForce yeah. segment on Draymond. Oh, my God. <laughs> a top five NBA player just left the game. That's exactly Probably. what we, we want to know. Is Draymond okay? Like, how's that counseling going? Thank Jeez you. I appreciate Louise. the update. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is Warriors TV? Like, oh, man. That and that's was... how I thought the. that's how I thought the Celtics played in this one. They didn't adapt enough. They didn't. switch up their game plan to the way the Warriors are playing them. And I thought the Warriors did a great job on the fly trying to figure things out. They lost the player in this game in Pudzinski. And here's Corey Joseph coming off the bench, scoring on cuts. Jackson in the game late. Kerr was awesome in this one. Obviously, as Sherrod said, they had some urgency coming into this game, given how they played lately. And the Celtics just won a million games at home. So I'm sure that was a difference here. Um, But – this is one you probably should have had, especially the way Jalen played early. How good was he again? 
and that just sort of faded late as they got back into Tatum and some of the normal things they do offensively. There's still, we've talked about it all year, John, when their game plan goes great and it's very simple and straightforward, uh, attack the mismatch, uh, find the best matchup, shoot the wide open three. Those things are great when they're working, but in this game, again, you had golden opportunities to expose the Warriors at the rim and you didn't take them. You just kept launching grenades, as you said, at the end of the shot clock from three or Guys were missing wide open threes. White had a bunch of them in this game, but other guys were off. And they just kept shooting them and shooting them and shooting them. And I thought they settled so much in this game. And I know we get a quote here from Joe, of course, that he thought they played great and did the right things. But <laughs> something something didn't work, right? A lot of, a lot of things did not work. Um, so that, that's that, – but that's just Joe. I mean, the glass is going to have – at least we have full 99% of the time with Joe. Uh, that's just how he's built. And then it, and I get it's one game, Sherrod. They've been playing well. It's one yeah. game. But in the playoffs, that one this game could kind of game season. could change this series. Yeah. 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 Is, is, yeah. Is, is Gary Washburn in, 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 San, Francisco, in Oakland, San Francisco right now? Is he yeah. allowed to ask about the threes? If he does, we're in for a real moment here. And if he yeah, does, I know he's got some receipts ready or something ready. There'll be there'll be sport. there'll yeah. be a meltdown. There will be a meltdown of ginormous proportions. Fifty-eight which... threes. Fifty-eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it got to that the point cool. where they they kept exchanging three-point misses with Golden State. Oh my God! It, to start overtime, it, so, it was like a three-point yeah, contest. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, after, like, maybe the second or third missed three, maybe we should try to get some action going at the rim. Maybe and we should try to get a one post play Al Horford went to the post against Curry, drew yeah, a scored. foul, and or, got two right, free throws. Right. His ninth and tenth of the season and his 16th and 17th since March 1st, 2023. He has shot 17 free throws since March. He's not a. I mean, look, Al. Al is a shooting wing. He's not a big. He he still has big man skills, obviously, but that's not the role they want him to play. And and again, it goes back to what we're talking about coaching. I mean, there's certain there's certain matchups that you, in the process of running your offense, may appear as though you're hunting for that matchup, but it's just making the right basketball play. If you're Al Horford and you're and you see that you're matched up with Steph Curry, why in the world are you 20 feet away from the rim? Why? There, there's, there, there's no reason They bailed them out. There's no other way they to put it. it. They bailed out the they Warriors. Did. They did. They did. They did. And, you know, but obviously, that you know, there, there were a couple guys that, that played, I thought, really good. But for the most part, this is one they probably should have won this game. But, but the, the thing, Bobby, the reason why I'm not freaking out about it, I'm not upset about it, because – over the course of a long season, you're going to have nights like this. I mean, like Tatum missed a, you know, late in the game, missed a layup. That was huge, man. Which, People can say what they know, want about the Al putback, yeah. but he should I have mean, made the first, man. Should have made the possession. Yeah, with J- five Jalen on, on the baseline. J- yep. Uh, Al had one, too. And then yeah. Al had one, and then Tatum. So they all – there was three point, just bunnies. bunnies. And you know so, – And you saw Al, too. Right. Was if those – like, right. If yeah. those guys take those same shots 10 times, they'd probably make them nine out of 10 times. And it just so happened each of them missed that mm-hmm. shot in the same night. Oh, see, I knew this was coming. I knew. See, look look at the uh, the quote Ahmed just sent when you guys get a chance. 
I mean, this is what he this is what he uh, points to whenever anyone wants to talk smack about the three point attempts. It's like, well, how many layups did we miss today? Missoula's got a point there, I guess. So let's so let's let's talk about the potential layups that they missed and the potential <laughs> yeah, yeah. three pointers and the potential assists that they missed out on. I mean, so this is a fine line. Sure, it's I about do. production. Let's talk about it's the about, PLs. The it's about production. It's about right. at the end I, of the I day, the will is about production, man. not potential. As, as Explain John the philosophy said, to us. As John said to open the show, you get the philosophy. You miss these shots at the rim. Warriors fly back and transition and uh, make threes and. That's what kind of piles up the game against you. But in a game where you needed some quality good looks at the rim, you're discouraging this team from shooting at the rim. And more often than not, they're passing out of those positions. So this is the adaptability you want to see from this team a little bit to not only a matchup where you're capable of scoring inside and droves like the Celtics could be here against the Warriors, but you're going up against a team that's in some foul trouble with Curry and has some smaller guys coming into the game in reserves because injuries and all the rest no draymond here of course as well this is the problem you're if you're 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 legitimately discouraged to shoot at the rim because of the fear of it turning into transition you know uh going the other way and you know eating a three in transition uh when when you miss those looks in tight so you're i wouldn't say overpassing but like the objective is almost to not take those shots unless they're completely uncontested and so how do you get good at this stuff if you're not trying to do it during the course of the game like that's kind of you know and it also limits your free throw attempts exactly so like that's the point is you're not getting to the line you're not getting you know the other team in foul trouble you're not taking advantage of size managers like there's risk with everything there's a risk that you'll miss 41 threes so like it's nothing is foolproof. Just play. It's not, I guess, because again, it all comes down when it doesn't work. All of this stuff comes out and it's frustrating because it's not a single formula. It's just simply right. basketball. Like, and I do think they have a good formula. Like it's working. Move the ball, but... take the best shots. And yeah, it's working. Right. It's not like, but it's not always, it's not ironclad, but anyway. In the playoffs, uh, you need to be able to adapt. That's what it comes down to here. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we're, we got a lot more to talk about. And yeah, there's some good, but I think everyone's just kind of a little bit fired up here because it's you didn't want to see them lose this game to this team in this manner. And I think, as we said, kind of brings up a lot of old stuff. You know, I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets. And with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons in full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Plus, artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. All 
uh, Tatum last year against the Warriors, and this obviously stems back to the 2022 finals where he really struggled against this team. 31% from the field in the two games, 27 from three, eight assists, nine turnovers. So they have him solved a little bit. Yikes. Damn. They know his tendencies. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. and look, we have to give some benefit of the doubt on the rolled ankle. He definitely looked tentative. Um, you know, I, I tweeted like he hadn't look, even looked to drive or go to the basket once. But this uh, looks then, like and, a final sign for him. And then seconds later, he did. So he did attack a couple of times. He wasn't particularly effective, but um, too much. The story settling. of those finals, John, he had like eight assists a game, remember, in that series? And it was like, whoa, the passing's way up. But they were making him a passer. They're they making didn't him want pass. him aggressive. Yeah. And they were yeah. willing to no, live they, with some of these wide open threes. They ignored Horford a lot in this game. They ignored those Hauser misses at the end of his stretch there were wide open. They packed the paint. They really crowd that lane and they discourage you from taking shots at the rim, which ignoring, is a big reason why I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, ignoring Hauser is pretty dumb. But that's the you know, but it, it worked for them tonight. But again, I think like that's a philosophy. Like if you want to look at the Celtics there and say I don't want Tatum and Brown running downhill on me all night long. I'll live and die. Like they can live and die by the three. I'll live and die by some threes too. And that's what they did before when, when the shooters were Marcus smart and, you know, whatever, you know, different guys out there who, you know, they, they wanted to swing the ball to them. That could kill you against the team. If the Celtics are knocking down their threes right now, golden state doesn't even play their starters in the fourth quarter. This would have been a 30 point game. So, yeah, I guess it worked tonight, but Joe's right. I think through through three quarters, that lead could have ballooned based on the open looks that they were getting. They were still playing fairly well, and they were shooting horribly from three. Um, and then the fourth quarter, they just went into la-la iso land. I have no idea what they were doing. Absolutely <laughs> zero. One, one pass and shot. One pass and shot. That's all they did all fourth quarter long. Wow. Am I wrong? It's accurate. No, you know what, what, was, what was even worse was the uh, what was it? Twelve misses, twelve consecutive uh, uh, missed field goals in that third yeah. quarter. Mm-hmm. That was awful. I mean, a lot of that was just lazy shots, shots that weren't you know yeah. ones that you have to actually work for and, and get to the pain or at least pass three four times before you get it back. You know, really hard. Like the ones that you really have to work for you know i feel like the Golden state warriors certainly came out of halftime with um, a lot more pressure on the defensive end of the floor with the celtics just really just caved in and i felt like they were getting lazy with their possessions like that's mm-hmm. honestly when the when the comeback started obviously for the Golden state warriors but i feel like they also it built a lot of confidence they came out of that third quarter feeling like well, not only can we you know erase this deficit but we can beat these guys and it was the other guys that was doing it as well it wasn't just you know your curries and your and your clay thompson's you know what was shocking too and this might have just been an anomaly in this game but 18 offensive rebounds could have saved you here. And a lot mm-hmm. of credit of that goes to Kata and some of the others. Yeah, but you yeah. gave up 18. I know. How? I want to point this out. I want to point this out too because I was going to say it and Judah threw it out there. I I, I think Joe Ice's Brown um with that with with a couple of his sub patterns, he takes him out for so long um at at times. And again, Brown was controlling this game like on both ends in terms of attacking, attacking, uh, attacking Curry. And he was, he, he started the game 
and spent a lot of the night matched up on Curry when he was doing poorly as well. Um, and I do think Joe, that whatever rotation he's got on him, I feel like I, I feel like I forget Brown's on the team a, a couple of times. When he comes out, you just don't see him for like nine minutes. It feels like it's a really long time. He sat two minutes to go in the second after scoring a bunch of points in the stretch before. I, I guess it wasn't that minutes. bad. And he came back about seven or eight, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, um, I mean, that's like six, seven minutes. Uh. It's, a, it's a long stretch at, at a time when, like, it's a critical point in the game. I get trying to rest your starters there, but you're Plays right. The By whole the whole third, yeah. fourth, uh, sets, it's about... And that first to second stretch, too, I'm not sure what that was. But anyway. The um, longer yeah. stretches when he does set, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, just a minor thing. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, go back. To, sorry, I kind of jumped in there because I wanted to hit that comment. No, I, I, he was rolling in this game, and he took advantage of the mismatches. And he – I mean, this just looked like the finals, John. He played with an urgency, with a downhill style of attack. Even there were a couple plays where he missed inside and got it right back, got to the free throw line eight times in this game, made some stellar passes again. The decision-making in this game was so good uh, for the stretches he was out there running the offense. And on a night where Tatum's out of it and hurt and not looking like himself against a tough defensive attack, why not adjust a little bit and rework the offense more into Brown's hands and use Tatum as more of a spacer, maybe a guy who's in the post? drawing some attention in there. They only did that a handful of times in this game, it felt like. I just felt like everything, and it goes back to your comments too about his sub-patterns, everything feels a little rigid in this game. Like, we've been doing this all year. It's been great. It might be going a little haywire at certain points in this game, but let's keep doing it. And the Celtics just seemed to bash their head in against a Warriors team that was well-prepared to stop what they were trying to do in this game. And obviously, I thought the first quarter they looked great, uh, going up 40-30. to 30. It looked like they were just going to run away with this game there. As Joe Sway mentioned, they go up 11 in the third before that stretch of 11 straight misses, I think it was, maybe 12. Um, 12, yeah. And you don't adapt in those situations. You just keep launching. You don't take more of a downhill focus uh, with them in foul trouble and with them playing smaller lineups. I just didn't think this game was well-managed. And some of it's on Joe, of course, but a lot of it's on the players, too. I mean, mm -hmm. to go back to the last shot Tatum took, if if you're going to do that, and I feel like this team knows it at this point, that the timeout's not coming there, you as Tatum with the ball in your hands there have to put yourself in a better position or put the team in a better position to get a good shot off there. And so often, I know like the numbers are good for him in those clutch circumstances, last shot, uh, go ahead, game tying, all those. I think the numbers still look good for him in those spots, but it feels like when he takes that kind of shot, it never goes in. You mean when there's no timeout or just mean? Just at the end of the game, to tie it, to go ahead, last shot. I mean, whether or not it's the last shot, you know, it's it's not because it's always that shot. And again, we've gone over this. It's it's the most perplexing thing about Jason Tatum's game. And this is why I kind of joked about him needing therapy, like, or hypnosis or something. It's to, to, to get off of it. It's the thing he's the worst at that he loves doing more than everything else. He's not just the worst. It's not the worst of his particular skill set. He's the worst in the entire league at it. Like this is two years running. He's down he to is, 35 from three. He is, but his 
pull-up threes at the volume he shoots it, he is the worst in the league at it. Like that's it, and and it's been that number for a couple of years. It's the worst thing that he does, and he's worse than everybody. But he mm-hmm. loves it. Okay, he's attempted, he's attempted the fourth or fifth most three pull-up threes in the NBA, and he has the lowest percentage, I think, among the top forty or forty-five guys. It's horrible. Stop. He does it. He does it. At the end of the game, sometimes it's the only shot you can get. At the end of the clock, sometimes it's the only shot you can get. And so obviously those percentages are going to go down for a guy like Tatum who might get the ball in his hands at that time. It goes without saying. He does it during times of prosperity. He does it early in the clock. He does it when the offense is clicking and the ball is moving. And he's like, okay, time for me to do this. It's a really strange thing. Doesn't it just feel like a waste? It's such a throwaway. And sure, sometimes they go in and Twitter will be like, oh, when Tatum <laughs> hits those, he's so, we're unstoppable. But you don't want him taking those. Guys, don't enable him. Don't encourage him with that stuff. Like, and they've done does, some good stuff to counteract that, don't right? Do because that. Do, yeah, don't do that. When you're shooting this many threes as a team, you're going to miss a lot of shots, even on your best night. And I feel like the way they've mixed in offensive rebounding has been effective in counteracting that. Uh, they do, I think, set up more catch-and-shoot threes than they do a year ago generally. And in this game, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw Joe some credit here to his point. And on it, some nights this is valid. I feel like they missed a lot of open looks in this game. But at some point you have to adjust when they're not going in. You have to, especially on the pull-ups. Like those are things you can take out of your shot die and work the ball around and get some better looks. But passing all year, John, hasn't been a big part of their attack. And I'm still trying to figure out why. They're a bottom five to ten team in terms of total passes. They're a bottom five to ten team in terms of assists. And I can't put my finger on why, but it's been constant the whole way through this year. How many assists in this mm-hmm. one? 28 like that's just kind of where they floated 24 25 26 27 28 assists in a game and that's near the bottom of the league their passing has generally been near the bottom of the league and, what's and they're, their always, formula they're always in the bottom third in pace also so yeah i and again it's not i i this is this will sound like you're piling on but i mean why do you think why is this the problem bobby tatum it's because it's, 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 it's a lot of it is Tatum and sometimes it's Brown minus the last six, seven, eight games when he's been playing, you know, doing everything right. But the, it's the ball stopping, you know, that, that, that happens mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, and again, Brown has not been doing that. Um, Especially late in games. Yeah. And they've been in the clutch this year. Porzingis has been a big part of that, obviously. Um, but it's the ball stopping. It's also Joe, just like I said, the, the, you know, not really calling plays and them oftentimes just running very simple sets where you just do the high pick and roll ball mm-hmm. exchanges, hands goes into one person's, you know, you know, one person ends up with it and then they generate the shot. They do that a lot instead of a, you know, multi-pass offense. Why did we love that small ball game? Oh my God. Because every offensive set involved like five, six, seven, eight passes. They were just whipping the ball around. And that's why we came out of that game like, that was beautiful, you know, because you you so seldom see these multi-pass possessions. Um, and, and You had a chance this- to do that tonight, too. And yeah. I know you like Kate's game tonight, Sherrod, and I think there's a lot of reasons to like it. Um, but 
you do end up playing bigger and a little bit slower in, in those circumstances. And the bench is an area that kind of killed you tonight, those stretches with them out there. Uh, that was a little disappointing after they really generated some good momentum. Of course, you don't have Porzingis, so Horford's not with that group, and Cornette's out, and blah, 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 blah. But uh, that group didn't play great in this game, I felt like. The Warriors bench really came out and surprisingly won those stretches. I mean, they were just great. Paul's coming off that bench and just making play after play after play. 12 assists for him in this one. Moody hit a pair of threes. Saric for three threes. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, just incredible tonight. 10 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks for him. It's like, well, a, how's, he, how, how's he become this bench rebounding god, by the way? That well, wasn't his game. I, I think people forget <laughs> who his daddy is. I mean, Dale Davis was a pretty damn good rebounder. Yeah. Um, no, and, I was and, I was talking about Saric. Sorry, yeah. oh, yeah. comes from? Well, so, yeah. people, for, people forget that Saric, when he Dale was in Philadelphia, him. he was a starter. He was yeah, actually he, he was really good in Phoenix too before he tore his knee. Right, yeah. right. So I mean, he, he looks like not... his face looks like it melted though. Like <laughs> he's always got that weird, weird look. Like <laughs> I know what you mean. I was like, yeah. what? Happened? <laughs> you didn't look like that in Philly. Let's go with that. John's not holding anything. back. It's it's one thirty a.m. He's like, I'm just he, going on. I think he just. I think he lost a lot of weight or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I noticed I that too. Know. I, anyway, I literally uh, said, that's Sarge? I was like, what? Like, anyway, it's uh, familiar, but yeah. Uh, Gary Washburn, um, <laughs> Gary Washburn probably was like, look, I can't ask Joe about the threes because everyone's expecting me to ask about the threes. <laughs> so, he asks, so, he, so he asks Jalen about the threes, and uh, <laughs> Jalen Brown says, we could have gotten layups and settled for threes. We had open looks, but sometimes when you have numbers, you penetrate and go to the basket. Now <laughs> Jalen's like way too many threes, man. Yeah, so now <laughs> is that a referendum on Joe, remember last year when we were talking about like after the next game, yeah, yeah, it's like well, Joe's saying this and and they're saying this, you know, and it's kind of like, do we have to shoot? It's like, do we, you know, do I have to shoot that many threes, Joe? You know, like, you know, I get it, but some good commentary right. from Brown here. And uh, again, there's another one we talked about this earlier. He's talking about. Uh, they they did a good job. Warriors did a good job hiding Steph Curry on defense mm -hmm. after he got the fifth foul, and the Celtics lost their rhythm trying to target him. I yep. feel like we just played instead of looking around. We would have been able to attack, and that's what we talked about early. As I, again, I think people are missing this one a little bit. Uh, is that it's not that they didn't attack him; it's that they actually tried a little bit hard. And when they right. did find that switch, and Brown is right, it, you couldn't get it right away, and when you got it. Boom! Double came over, and then they were they were screwed. And then I they couldn't like they get a good that shot on that possession. Too. Yeah. yeah, and not that he was in foul trouble necessarily in any of those games, but they went out of their way to try to expose him. And that's what they do as a team, right? That's their game plan: find the weakest guy right. in the court and go at him, go at him, go at him. But there are some teams, and this is, I think, a big problem when they play the Heat too. The Heat zone it up, so you can't right. do that. And right. when they lose that focus offensively, when they're not able to do that, it can make them look a little frenetic. And that's what I thought they looked like in this game. And Sherrod, the toughest part, you almost hope you don't end up in that position. Cause once he gets to five, you're like, all right, we have to take him out of the game now, but the refs aren't going to give you that They're six not. easily. They're and, not, you know, I mean, he's going to have to do something that's blatantly <laughs> obvious. I mean, he's going to have to like tackle Jalen Brown or, you know, toss Tatum three rows back and then maybe they'll give him the six. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, 
they uh this the the more we talk about this game and the more I think about it, um, they they have to the le- to me the lesson learned in this is that you have to make the most of every opportunity uh, right. when you're on the road. You're only going to get so many opportunities to screw things up to where you're going to screw yourself and the and the chances of winning. Uh, they did not. There, there's so many little minuscule things that they could have done a little bit better that would have probably got them to win. And, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we talked about Joe earlier. I can't shake that feeling <laughs> that this was, that this was a game that they needed Joe Missoula to be like really good. So they, which if slice, slice it up, which things specifically on Joe for you, like specifically managing Jason Tatum's play. Jason was just kind of out there. It's just not, it was almost like uh, he needed someone to just say, Jason, you're 6'9. You're getting switched out on guys who are 6'5 and shorter. Take your ass on the block and go to work. And if they double team or they tilt or they blitz, swing into the open man. Basic basketball stuff. We don't, this is the one game, Jason, where we don't really need you to be killing them with, with your shooting touch away from the basket. We actually need you to do kind of some of the dirty work uh, because that's going to open things up for other guys. I would love to see more of that. And that's one of those things as a coach, you tell your guy, I need you to get your ass on the block. And he has one or two choices. He can either do it or not. And if he doesn't do it, then you got to say, well, okay, let me find someone who else can do it. Or let me reiterate that to him because he's the best player on the team. And I'm telling him something that's actually good for him and good for the team. Uh, I just didn't, I just didn't think Joe was, was engaged uh, in the little nuance type things. Uh, And, and again, pointing out the fact that they missed 41 threes and, 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 all the things that they did wrong. That's obvious though, isn't it? Like what exactly. can you that's, guys do better? Yeah, Bobby, that, I, that's kind of my point. Like you, you're it, past the point and you get why he did that last year. Cause the whole season felt like right. a referendum on him and he had to defend himself and right, which I, I think kind of explain, and he's done a much better job this year, what they're trying to do, why they're trying to do it. They're not just launching up a hundred threes and rolling the ball out there. They have something that they're trying to do here. But what made that game plan go haywire in this one? Why did it swing so bad against you? It didn't just happen. Like, they didn't get unlucky in this game, I felt like. The Warriors did a lot of good stuff that disrupted them, especially Tatum. So what should they have done better in this spot? And I feel like, again, we don't know what they're talking about inside the team, but... I feel like after losses like this, they shrug and go, we missed shots and we did the right thing and let's play again tomorrow. And they yeah. did that in the playoffs last year and they never but learned from their worst moments. That's the thing is in over a long enough timeline, that's correct thinking, yes. you know, but in it, when it comes to like playoffs and series and adjustments, that doesn't work. You have to kind of just you got to play it as it lies, you know, like things are going to change. And the thing that you're doing might not be the thing that you need to do in order to win and to be successful. Um, And if the other team is making you do something that you don't want to do or making you play left-handed, so to speak, like you've got to be able to adjust. You can't just say like, no, no, this plan works. It works over time, but sometimes it doesn't work against certain teams in certain moments or series, uh, you know, when things change. And I think that that's the fear with Joe is, you know, do you just have that one book, you know, like the one, the, the one play sheet, you know, 
And it's like, or, you know, or do we got something else we can run here, you know? Right. Because everyone, if, you know, you also become a little bit predictable that way. The thing is you're relying on, you know, the talent and, and intelligence of your basketball players um, to just, he keeps stressing, make the right reads, do the right things, get the right shots. You know, it's great, but it, it can't always be like, you know, this was a game where it probably felt like, Let's switch it up a little bit, guys. I don't like what we're. I don't like what's. I don't like what's going on about here. I don't. Yeah. You know. I want us to be. I want us to be a little bit more aggressive. I want us to take it in a little bit. Take. I know normally we say do this, but in this case, do that. I think you can. You know, you can do that, and you could. You know, have hunted out. You know, when Golden State wasn't really big, and you had those matchups, and you could attack the paint. You didn't have anybody to challenge there. Maybe be a little bit more aggressive getting downhill, and they didn't get downhill. Uh, and just think at all, you know, you, you, you knew, I don't know if you guys listened to, uh, to Zach Lowe this week, they were talking a lot about the Celtics and he's been concerned about their lack of shots at the rim. Yeah. And he, he brought up again this week and said, Oh, you know, someone with the Celtics told me, look at our shot numbers when Porzingis is, is it out there? We're much higher. We get a lot more shots inside, you know, blah, blah, blah. You knew you weren't going to have Porzingis tonight. So how can you draw up more shots inside without him out there? You know, could you have used Horford in those situations a little bit more often? Um, you know, whatever it might be. And then you kind of lucked into some really good minutes there to close the fourth first with uh, Tatum off the floor. I'll go back again to Brissett, the stay ready crew. He was ready. Five minutes, three, three, <laughs> flying around everywhere. And then he's gone. Yeah, I mean, that's too Dude, that's. That first friggin' baseline he jam came out where he, flying. Where, where he not only attacked, but he, he was ready. To the, he switched to the left and just, oh my God, hammered it. He was it's ready. Great. He thought it was the final for a little bit, man. He was ready. <laughs> Joe was like, get ready again. <laughs> Never played again. That was tough. Yeah. That was the beginning of the trip. And they went to Shvi at one point. That was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I, I blinked. I blinked a couple of times and he was gone. That was the last I was like, he what was is he doing out, out there? there? Yeah, he was out there for just four minutes of cardio. You know, that's it. Like, they, <laughs> they, they don't even look at him. They literally don't. Even look, I saw him chilling in the corner three spot. I was like, is that Shvi? <laughs> I had no idea he checked in. Yeah. 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 He didn't probably know he checked in. <laughs> he was like, well, "You want me to do what? Play? Oh, okay. Let's wanna, go. Yeah. Want to throw forty minutes? All right, shit. I know you wanted to do it, Sherrod. Want to throw Kata some credit before we get out of here? Kata was awesome. I mean, this this is when Luke is healthy enough to play. I'm not sure Luke is going to be playing much. Okay. Uh, at a minimum, Kata gives That's you. That's not what it, Joe said. Well, <laughs> All right, Bobby. Did well, <laughs> you asking Joe Luke questions every game? Almost, <laughs> almost. Yo, I'll never forget you. I'll put it, you I'll, let off a press conference with a Luke question. That was kind of wild. I'll put it this way: Kada. Not only did he get a double double himself in twenty minutes, but he made so many freaking plays that got guys great shots that they otherwise wouldn't get. Any random floor, and he actually showed the ability. Now, Bobby, this is the thing that he did that I was most impressed with. He actually showed the ability to make a move on the block and finish over someone who was similar in size. Mm. He drove. He drove. Yeah, man. Kid's got some footwork. He's got some moves I mean, on it. I mean, got, other, they're, other, they're, they're a little raw, but he's working on them. I mean, other than when Luke is going to get breakfast and, and get, you know, mixed for lemon squares, where does he drive? 
Does it to the grocery store? The good thing is, and when he misses inside, and he has had a few bunnies that he's missed here or there, he grabs them back. There was a nice finish early on where he yeah. was on the move. Yeah. He missed like, it, was in a crowd and grabbed he, it back. He put it in he over the back it. of his head. Yeah. yeah. He he's, it, yeah. he's got an uncanny ability to grab the ball when it's loose in there. And sometimes it is his own misses. I'm sure like four of these rebounds here were his own misses. Well, but those tap backs sometimes drive me crazy. And Luke does that a lot, man. It's just like, oh, if I just do this, some one of my teammates will grab it behind me. Like that's not always going to happen. You know, I, that, that Luke does go get a little comfortable with that. But yeah, he's closing the gap here. The defense isn't great, but he manages. Closing Rebounding can be part of that. <laughs> He's almost <laughs> always the tallest dude on the court, man. Like, how, how far, how far ahead of anyone do you think Luke Cornett is that there's a gap to be closed? I'm gonna hold it against you guys. Remember what Joe said. Yeah, our rotation, gap, right? our rotations: can, Pritchard, Hauser, Cornett, and um, all I can think of Alfred. is that Horford. All I can think of is that Bobby is like that Arthur closed fist meme every time Nemus Kata does something well. <laughs> I and love Bobby's, Kata. Bobby's just sitting there. No, like, no, no, Bobby. <laughs> you, the last, last game, you were like, why is Joe doing double big? For a little bit, for a little while, you were like, why is he doing double big? I was like, Kata needs his reps, all right? He, this he West Coast road trip between obviously Allen out playing on second night of back-to-backs. Kristaps Porzingis' status is somewhat up up in the air, right? And, and, and Luke Cornell is going you know, to be out for a week. Kate has got to be ready, so I'm I'm glad Missoula threw him in he there. Stayed ready against the Orlando Magic, and you know he got a little bit of a he got a glimpse of, of what's to come because he was he was ready for sure when it came to this Golden State Warriors team. I mean, what was it six points? And when I felt like in two minutes, all off of hustle plays and. And, and putbacks and, you know, being in the right spot. You know, he had to earn those those points, and, and, and it carried over to the second half. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. No, and he faced an uphill battle being hurt to start the first month or so of the season and being on a two-way deal. I mean, he could have ended up up in Maine. And the fact that he's been with the team the whole year shows how much they like him. This is another guy, John, second draft. Kings pick him in the second round. They develop him a little bit. JaVale McGee comes along and they're like, all right, we got to let him go. And now they're picking up the, you know, baton and carrying this uh, development forward. And you need guys like this. The fact that they've done it a little bit with, uh, you know, Jordan Walsh here to start this year. And J.D. Davison's having a great year down in Maine. And Kata comes along on a two-way deal and is giving you a 10-10 and 10 night. That alone is a massive victory. Uh, so this is great. I love the change of pace he gives to the position here. I, I don't see him leaping and surmounting over Cornette, who I think is really growing to play well within the system here. But Luke's down for two weeks. If you play like this for two weeks, maybe the rotation does look a little different. So this is how this kind of stuff happens here. And this is a nice start for him. I thought he played great in the Orlando miniseries too. And he, you know, I was sending earlier, John, he got a little bit of national love for his screening, some really good screening in those games uh, on the tape. So yeah, just I, 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 
Just I hate this conversation because I can't think of anything Luke does that 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 I prefer over Kada. Because really, I all I've said is I want my bigs to be to be big. I want them to do big guy stuff. And Kada does big guy stuff. He challenges not. I just great, think Cornette's impact's a little more subtle. But subtle. <laughs> I like that. I, I want I want my guy to go in there and grab boards. It's game changing. It actually changes the game because you can go through cold stretches when you have guys grabbing offensive rebounds in there. And because the Celtics don't get enough shots at the rim, he definitely having, rebounds better. Than having that. a guy who grabs them and can put them back like that is a big deal. So like. I like it because it gives you something you're lacking. And if you're going to put a big in there because you want to have some size, I want them to do big guy stuff. And you know what I'll say too? More of it than Cornette. That's all. He defends well in space for how big he is. There was this, there was a play where he was out on Chris Paul and he was was hanging in there for two straight isolations on him. And then they threw it up top and there was an offensive foul uh, forced to turn over. It was like, man, I can defend these old knees. I got this. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: we, We've this is an old, this is an oldie but goodie, right? Regarding Jalen Brown, how many how many games did you have where Jalen Brown looked like the best player on the court for stretches of it, if not the entire game, and then he would go with one shot in the fourth quarter, two shots in the fourth, you know, something like that, not getting the ball late in games. Uh, and again, it's not all about like oh Tatum's greedy and he wants the ball and this and that, but it's two just, shots in the fourth. Two shots in the Three in overtime. Yeah. Why is that? Why is this the case so often? And again, one of the reasons it's only two shots in the fourth is because he rested for that longer spell and came in a little bit later there as well. I think a big part of it is that they're not in actions together. It's either yeah. Brown's it's one, one or the other in action or it's Tatum. Yeah. So the other guy's usually going to be spacing in that circumstance. And fortunately, as we've talked about for much of this year, Porzingis can be a bridge between those two. Uh, but I think we're seeing more and more of this offense, especially in crunch time scenarios. If they have Porzingis, it's going to be great. And if they don't, all the old challenges are going to emerge again, which is a tough place to be in with a player who's so injury prone. And now I don't know how long will they have him without back-to-backs. There's a back-to-back next week. I think there's one the week after that. So there's going to be stretches here where they don't have Porzingis, which was a given when you acquired him. So it's it's what we've talked about for a long time, John. They don't always play well off each other. And I thought within the flow of those Orlando games, they did. They found each other for some big shots. Um, but not tonight. Not much interaction between those two at all. I can't even remember a pass between them. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did, but and again, it might come out, and and, you know, Tatum (laughs) might have gutted it out. I, you know, I question whether or not Tatum, if Tatum couldn't be his full self, I question what good he was doing out there. Simply for that reason, because you think that's what it was. I'm, I'm going to say this: if the ankle was part of it. And slowed him down and caused him to play a more passive game. I didn't think he was moving laterally particularly well. Um, Tatum right now, we just got a quote, not to make any excuses. Every time you say that, the next thing is, but I'm going to make an excuse. And in this case, yes, that's what it is. Not to make any excuses, but when you spray your ankles, it swells up just stiff. It makes it a little tougher to move. I still was out there, so I feel like if you go there, you can play. You can't make any excuses. But I just made an excuse. Uh, an excuse I get sandwich. it. I get it. I've cool. told, look. I, I wish these guys. I wish I could. These guys would just hire. I, 
if I ever stop doing this, it's going to be to consult people. <laughs> PR counsel. On how to how to shape the narrative. I have said it to the players over and over again. Don't you say it. John's going to go from setting the narrative against Brown to setting it for I can help you. I know how to I, – I can help you. Don't say it. The The media guys are going to say it, and the fans will say it for you. Don't say it, okay? When you say it, when you say it, the thing that you want – No, there's no doubt it played an impact. To get it out there, then it, becomes, then it becomes an excuse and people use it against you. Right, uh, thank true. you. Uh, shakalaka. Because then, because then you get the uh, you get the group of people being like, well, at least he's not using it as an excuse. I think that yeah. shot's always up there. I think that's part of it. Is he's just shooting moon balls. That's just what he does. He's shooting the lights out. I don't think this was just a bad night. I'm him. not worried about it. Just a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's adjusted his shot, and and to me, that's the reason why he's been such a he's he's been an elite or damn near elite uh, three point shooter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's rip through, you know, some of the stuff that you liked here. Obviously, the first first quarter and the way that they were moving the ball, Derek White being, you know, uh, an assassin from three and, um, you know, making all the shots. Brown uh, again. Brown again. The start he had to this game was kind of the way he'd been playing, uh, making, making a bunch of great decisions, playing really good defense on Curry, attacking, uh, doing all of those things. Obviously, your Kata minutes as well. Um, you know, went reasonably, you know, went, went as, as well as you could have hoped. You got great contribution from, from, uh, from, uh, from, uh, Brissette, but never saw him again. I thought uh, Drew know, those, was pretty good in this one too. Drew was yeah. fine. I thought he, I thought yeah. he took some questionable shots yeah. as well. I, I, I don't mean to lump bad in with the good section of this. I thought Horford was pretty freaking bad. Most of the game, not only with yeah. the shooting, um, but also he was just getting attacked, but you know, he piled up some boards. He made some passes. Um, it wasn't all bad, but I thought defensively he was getting attacked, not just on the switches by Curry late. I didn't think he was able to do anything to defend the paint at all. And, um, and, and he was getting killed on the boards and he was there watching those guys, uh, you know, go up and over and get those putbacks and those second chance points. So again, it's just, he's not that big. He's not that guy, you know, uh, he's, he's a different guy. He helps you in different ways. Um, but tonight Payton, wasn't a great Payton one. went three for six from three. And we mentioned our three for five. Mm-hmm. If they challenge that one successfully, four or six, and you probably yeah. win this game. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Facts, my dog. Facts, Facts my dog. dog. I, I also think uh, Derek White taking 17 three-pointers is freaking insane. I couldn't that believe it? that when I saw the box score. I was like, Isn't Shit. that emblematic of how the Warriors played them? Here you go, Derek. Take 18. He took yeah. 18, yeah. John. Look again when Draymond Green delivered those finals comments uh, after Game One, he was talking specifically about Derek White. Like, <laughs> I bet he was upstairs tonight, radio in. Hey, <laughs> get it away. Well, he, can like, still, he can still practice with them. He's been with the guy. He just he's like, yeah, it. those haven't been going in. The thing is with White, they have been going in. He's shooting forty yeah. plus percent on the season, so um, it's not the same guy that they wanted to shoot in the finals two years ago. Uh, he has three blocks in the first quarter too, mm-hmm. but that's an insane. Oh, 18. I thought it was 17. Anyway, crazy amount of threes. Anyway, um, any closing thoughts guys, before we move on, we got another one coming right up. So 
Look out. Those Kings are good and they're fast. They yeah. are decisive offensively. You're going to have a tough time against them, I think, if Porzingis isn't able to move well out there defensively against them. And then, of course, it's going to be another K tonight against his old team with Horford out. So Tatum's not going to play either. Yeah. yeah I so. mean, yeah. With this, Highly with this, unlikely. I'd be surprised if he played. So, with that being said, you got to defend, defend, defend the Sacramento Kings team. And I know no Tatum here. I think it's a big spot for Jalen Brown. Uh, possibly another big night for Derek White, Drew Holiday especially. I think Drew is – I mean, he's not really showing in terms of how many points he's scoring, but I think he's, he's starting to heat up a little bit in terms of finding his offense and just um, finding his spot. So I, I think that carries over as well, and it should be enough. I, I mean, I don't think the Celtics – I don't think it's, like, impossible for them to win, but it's going to be tough. Uh, the Sacramento Kings team, they, they can score in a hurry. You know, they can really uh, run you off the floor. However, they – don't defend at a really high level. So they, you can get a lot of points over them, but obviously without Tatum, that could be tough. However, um, the Celtics' defense, I mean, we've seen it in the past. We've seen it over the past week or so, really, or at least throughout that five-game homestand, uh, <laughs> limiting teams to, you know, closer to 100 points, you know, as opposed to giving up what they did today, you know, over 120 or even in overtime. You, you can't do that against the Kings. That'll be an automatic loss if you, if you don't limit their scoring. <laughs> Shaq tonight. <laughs> Shaq tonight said he's wondering if they should put Curry as the best player of all time. And Kenny asked him, over you? And Shaq said, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> However. However. I gotta watch that. <laughs> he really is something, huh? I yeah, mean, yeah. with everything falling apart around him there, Draymond losing his mind, he is just MVP when he's out there. And he's gotten hurt here and there, too, into some of his later years. But as long as he's there, and I know, John, you had them in the finals this year, right? I did, but I also had them trading for Rob at the deadline. Uh, Ooh. Hmm. I'm curious. So Memphis uh, won tonight. Um, Josh ja with a buzzer beater. Smart's back soon. So I'm interested to see. Are they able to get it back in the mix, or could Smart kind of be a trade guy? It looks like if they play like tonight, they could get back in the mix. Morant so. was ridiculous for for first game back. Twenty seven points in the second half, yeah. took over. Unbelievable! It's great to see them beat the Grizzlies again because man, that team they put out there the night they lost to the Celtics was really sad. Yeah, can't wait to can't wait to see Morant's Instagram tomorrow morning when I <laughs> when I wake up. <laughs> No, he's, 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 he's all good. He's learned his lesson. Wait, they're, they're in the garden in February, right, Joe Sway? I think. February. I'm at that. A, I'm at that. We have a Joe Sway freeze frame right now. Is he? Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, boy. This is like a class photo. That's great. I took oh, a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe Sway, come on. Wow. He's still there. <laughs> I was like, Joe Sway pretty damn happy. We just have we have a little Joe Sway cutout that we put in here to make it feel like we have got a full show. I, I want to remember Joe Sway like this always, okay? If, yeah. I, if I never see Joe Sway again, this is how I want to remember him. All right, it was a good moment to go out on. <laughs> he delivered his final take. He's got his oh, he's big gone. smile, and he's gone. Good night, Joe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It's time to go. <laughs> it is time to go. We will wrap it up. It's you a late one. Tomorrow. 
And and uh, some of us will be back tomorrow. I, it's it's a lot to expect from everyone. So we do. I do appreciate my uh, partners in crime here on the Garden Report for staying up late. Um, and uh, I know all of you guys have to wake up and uh, get your uh, little kids off to school tomorrow. Nope, that's just me. That's just you. Sherrod <laughs> <That's just me. laughs> already did me. that years ago. I'm Sherrod got him out the Sherrod got him out the damn house. Yeah. <laughs> almost. 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 Oh yeah. goodness. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna wrap up, but we thank you guys for hanging out. Um uh, two other notes uh tonight. I'm fairly certain I saw a meteor crash to earth today. Um it was like like a nothing I've ever seen. It was like a big ball of fire. John, um, someone was asking if you put something extra in the pies after you said <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was, a, I was like, oh my God. And then a bunch of other people were like, I saw it too. Um, so that happened. That kind of shook me earlier. And before I went on the show tonight, I burnt some cookies uh, and I've been pissed off about it all night. So, you know, maybe I overreacted a little to Celtics loss. I didn't, I, you know, I was really upset about the cookies. Yeah, I can right. see that. Plugged in. That was bad. All right, Joe Sway. Laptop just died, so I plugged in. Just to say bye. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was plugged out for uh, a second. Should I should I show you how you left us? Or you more for it. a second. Oh no. <laughs> you love it. I'm sure you guys love it. I'm sure you guys loved it more than I did. We yeah, it was like that. <laughs> I don't even see it. What? You know what you we should do? No, we don't see it, no. Oh, you're not seeing it? Show it again. No. I tried. If it's yeah. not if it's not taken, it's not Wait, taken. was it that big smile? Yeah. 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 It, it flashed for like a second. Oh, all right. That's not too bad. I thought it was going to be like, oh, that's not bad. Oh, this. Here we go. I thought it'd be like this. Like, I thought it'd be like, hold on. I'll give it a second. So when, so when Joe Sway is running late and Brockton Wi-Fi is acting up, we can just slap this in there. Boom. That's real time. We're live now. Like... We're live. Usually, we're usually we're they live. do like that. That's that. Like that. Yeah, there he is. That's that's what he looks like. Yeah, Ray Allen. Anyway. Yeah, no. All right, we're good. Thank you guys for hanging out. Some of us will see you here tomorrow. Celtics Thank take on the Kings. Possibly cool, no yeah. Tatum. Definitely no Horford. Yeah, and it's 2 a.m. We all, wow, 2 a.m. You guys are real ones. Staying up with us. Appreciate you.